0: Welcome to Theology Jam. Uh, My name's John Korkadakis, and I'm here with Matthew Burkholder, and uh, here's another installment of Theology Jam, a brand new one, and we're wrestling with uh, a brand new topic today. Uh, Artificial intelligence, and the church (laughs) can—my that's goodness, Um, this is probably the one podcast where I have more notes than I've ever had. Um, we've been doing a kind of a deep dive into into this, and in fact, just earlier on this morning in a meeting with uh, members of church, and it's like a lot of them didn't realize that artificial intelligence had anything to do with the current state of the world or church for that matter. What could AI and church possibly have to... And I said... Well, I don't know what where you guys have been, but uh, artificial intelligence is not the future. The artificial intelligence is now. It yes. is happening yes. everywhere, and there isn't a, a well, there isn't anywhere you could go where it isn't affecting some part of our lives, right. for sure. So there's a lot going on, and as it relates to church, this is really really becoming a significant question. There's a theological element because. Um, human intelligence. Uh, what is made in God's image? What, right. what, what is it that is deemed human and non-human? And does the non-human have any rights? That's all of that ethical, moral stuff is starting to come to the forefront. Mm-hmm. So, if we don't have a solid theology of what it means to be human, what it means to have intelligence, what makes us? Uh, image bearers of God right. versus something that's robotic and yeah. something that's created by us. Um, it's the, huge questions.
1: Yeah. And it, and it's really good for us to not be reactive, right? Like I oh, think yeah. with, with far too often, uh, especially within the evangelical kind of community, we, we can t- kind of be behind or lag or react instead of just sort of being at the forefront and actually, you know, having these things in place so that we can, you know, uh, when these issues arise, which are already here, we can actually have a way to think these things through and hopefully speak something meaningful to, to these, these issues and questions. So,
0: yeah, if you don't think AI is having an influence, here's a very simple question. Are, are, do you control your phone or does your phone control you? (laughs) That's a good question. Yes. Okay? Yes. Yeah. AI is built into your phone. Absolutely. It knows your p- patterns. It knows your habits. It knows what makes mm-hmm. you, you know, uh, the necessities of your day. Yep. Um, so it is integrated into our lives, and we have to, you know, have a much better understanding. And I, again, I'm with you. I think the church has been guilty in the past of just, you know, seeing new technology as a really scary thing. Yeah. But here's here's something that I've come to believe that the, the church has been its best in when when two things happen, when we're persecuted. Um, unfortunately, over the centuries, the church has thrived in areas where you know it wasn't uh, you know popular or it was persecuted. All those kinds of things. Secondly, is when the church got innovative. Mm-hmm. Um, we have huge you know, uh, times in history where the innovations of the church propelled the gospel into areas and in new demographics and things like that. So chat, you know, the AI, the whole, the whole thing, is an opportunity if we understand it correctly, if we're clear where the boundaries are for us um, and what, uh, what advantages we can have with it. And be wary of the disadvantages. How's that?
1: No, that's that's good. Yeah, I don't know how. I think we were talking. I think this is going to be something that we we do multiple. Like, there's going to be other other episodes. I think where we discuss some of these yeah. things as we read more about it and learn more about it. As we plug this audio into Chat GPT and and say, "Hey, what do you think of this episode?" and it and it responds like this is where we're at right yeah. now in the world where we can actually. I, it's it's just it's fascinating like i we're both science fiction yeah guys and yeah. so i think we've been prepared a little bit for this kind of stuff but at the same time like um i am old enough to know what a what an analog childhood is like <laughs> and it's just <laughs> blowing my mind yeah. um and and you you know you mentioned the fear like there there is legitimate fears like i'm a you know i'm a, trying to get into the world of the academy and thinking about these AI sort of um, robots that are able to process and pump out information in a a second. Yeah. You know, what does it mean? You know, you you mentioned what does it mean to be a person, right? Or what does it mean to bear the image of God? And there's also the questions of like how this will impact human beings in the workplace. In the
0: workplace, yeah. Right, like
1: these these are serious, um, serious questions that people are asking. Um, You know, how does... Even the, the the philosophy of capitalism work in a world with AI. Uh, there's questions about warfare. There's questions about uh, human sexuality, and there's all of these sort of converging pieces to this. That it, you know, it's it's something that you can't you can't bury your head in the sand, or you can't have a moral panic, or you yeah. can't just be like, yeah, whatever, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Yeah, yeah, like there's you know there's gonna there's gonna be a lot of work and. Um, you know the next, you know, ten years are going to be probably not even. We're, you know, technology can have an exponential aspect to it. Well, you know, and, I, and it's I just it's 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 already here now, and yeah. it's just going to go even more bananas, right? Like, well, it's, there was a yeah.
0: statistic in Christianity Today in one of their articles uh, which just blew me away. It took Twitter two years to get a million followers, Yeah. right? Yeah. Spotify, it took five months to get a million followers. Uh, Instagram, two and a half months. Uh, Chat GPT, it took five days for mm. them to get a million followers. There's your, there's so, your growth right yeah. there, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it passed the Turing test. If you know anything about uh, the, the Turing test, I, I think he wrote an article uh, in the 50s about um you know how how do we understand uh artificial intelligence when when do we see it as as equally in human intelligence and i think basically his paper was when you can't recognize the difference or anything like that well chat gpt has blown past the turing test yeah. you know like So so far beyond it, so we have. I think we have very little idea just how much it has uh, embraced our lives already. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, And um, you know, when people say, "How's it affecting the church?" Well, um, here's here's a few examples. How many of uh, our listeners are aware that there's actually a church of AI? There's actually a nonprofit church, you know, uh, as a bona fide church already. And I think, I think they uh, came to nonprofit status in two twenty seventeen. Yeah, twenty seventeen. You know? yeah. yeah, and um, you know, uh, here we are, an engineer uh, dressed in Silicon Valley outfit and all that stuff out of Silicon Valley. He's the one who's uh, you know become the the prophet of AI. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the website's very interesting. Um, you know, it like here's here's how it describes the community of AI. Okay, it welcomes people of all backgrounds, encourages open-minded discussions, embraces science, uh, recognizes the limitations of human intelligence, and we'll get to that. that that's a significant point that they're going to make. Always striving to expand our knowledge. Recognizes the importance of connection, empathy, and meaning in our lives. Uh, Through shared rituals, social events, volunteer opportunities, we foster a sense of belonging and purpose that helps create fulfilling and meaningful lives. Like, I don't know how many people know that they've actually got AI to write a religious text already. So they they follow a religious text that has been written by AI, and in fact, have you ever heard anybody argue against the Bible because it's written by humans, and that discounts uh, you know the biblical text? Though so it's written by humans, so right. you know, so there's a lot of people in the science community or the AI community who are saying AI is writing a more authentic, non-human uh, philosophical religious text. That is more in line with the experience that we all have.
1: Right. Yeah, that's fascinating. That's <laughs> something I just you, just you just raised a fascinating point, right? Like human error, right? Yeah. And we can eliminate
0: human, human error. error. Uh, wow, that's that's yeah. wild. Yeah. That's bananas. Yeah, and one article that we we have kind of shared together is that uh, a survey was taken. That people of religious persuasion are more open to accepting artificial intelligence and what it has to say yeah. about the human experience, yeah,
1: they were more apt to choose the decision of an AI over a person over a person, yeah, yeah, yeah because, absolutely, and I think the the sort of um they were kind of speculating why that might be, but you know, especially within Christianity, there is a there is a human you know humans are depraved humans are fallen yeah, humans yeah. are sinful and so if you eliminate that aspect yep. well well now we we are going to be more trusting um the ai church is 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 bananas like it's wild and it's you know talking about essentially ai because it will become all knowing be able to you know uh, scientifically answer all our questions. They'll <laughs> be able to tell us how to build things that allow us, to, you know, yeah. that's you know, it sounds like science fiction, uh, but you know, these quantum computers and all of this stuff is not like w- it's not that far off, yeah. right? Where they're gonna analyze all this, this information. Yeah. And so it's it's just really it's just really fascinating. It's just wild how um you know, human beings, as, as long as human beings have been around, there's always been a temptation to, to fashion the gods in our, in our, in own, our own image, yeah, yeah. right? And yeah. so, you know, for humans right now with this emphasis on uh, knowledge and science and technology, it's fascinating to see in real time, the development of a deity, um, you know, not in any sort of, uh, I don't know how you would say it, like... It's it's got a different ontological sense than than yeah. like a a spiritual being that we would call right. God. But seeing it happen in real time really is fascinating for me because it exposes um the the things that we value as as human beings right now too. Right, we we value knowledge and science and technology and innovation and all those things. And it's just it's just a wild time to be alive. Oh so, well, yeah yeah yeah. Well, you know, in, in <laughs>
0: everything you just said, let me op- let me read to you the opening two sentences of the Church of AI uh, website. Want a religion that actually makes sense? Question mark. Yeah. For many of us, it is difficult to believe in religion because it requires faith rather than logic. Now that. That sure. is just such a wrong supposition right. to begin yeah, with. Yeah, that's iconic, so wrong. Yeah. So it goes on to say the church of AI is the perfect alternative to faith based religions because we are founded on logic rather than belief. Wow. Like that, 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 that just tells you how <laughs> fundamentally misunderstood even the definitions of faith belief Mm -hmm. versus logic, like the disconnect logic from faith altogether is just a huge problem. Yeah. And, um, you know, um, and it promotes something uh, that I heard recently of, of, it, it promotes the God of the gaps idea. I don't know if you've yeah. heard of this, God yeah, of the yeah, gaps. Like, yeah. yeah, as science, you know, when we couldn't understand life, God, we fit God into right. the gap. It was really easy to say, well, this is a mystery of God's, right. uh, miracle of God. But as science explains more and more, those gaps get smaller and smaller. And of course, God now gets transferred to science or technology mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And this is... Part of what we're seeing happening, right? It doesn't, you know, from a faith-based standpoint, it doesn't take away the reality of God. We just learn more about how God has made the world, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But for people of AI and people of the technology, right? They're just saying, "Well, we're going to know everything at some point. We just haven't figured it out yet, you know." And, and science is taken care of. You know this whole uh, God of the gaps type, yeah. type idea. So yeah. it's really intriguing where we're going. Mm-hmm. Hopefully this is convincing some of those who <laughs> think AI had nothing to do with church or <laughs> theology or anything like that, that this is, I think this is a big deal. I'm, I'm with you. I, in five years, this is going to be consuming things in a way that um, we probably don't understand. And I tend to wonder if 100 years from now, if there isn't a bona fide church next to a Baptist church or a community church that yeah. is a church of, you know, technology church of AI or something. Yeah.
1: It's, it's really hard to to sort of see where this is going sometimes. Like, it's hard to predict. You you know, there's a part of me that says, like, you know, there. I would imagine there'd be some sort of rebellion to be human, you know, like yeah. sort of like... The, you know the the orthodoxy becomes the rebellion, right? In yeah. this w- and in this world of new and changing things, and so you know I could see, you know even even a small thing like um, people my age are not, uh, you know. There's a lot of people my age that are are putting their phones down more. Mm. You know when we were at it when we first got our phones, we would be at a party or we'd be. At a concert, we'd be spending time with our family and friends, and we'd be taking pictures constantly, right? And I, I know there's a lot of people that are sort of like, no, I want the human, I just want the memory of this. I'm going to put my phone down, I'm going to experience this moment. And so I, I sometimes wonder if, 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 you know, obviously AI is changing the world, it will change the world, it's going to become more and more integrated. Um, but but as it becomes more human-like, it might be more difficult to sort of um, detach ourselves from it to try and explore those human experiences if the sort of robotic world gets to the point where, it, you know, it it is the same as, as humans. And, you know, I can't, we can't stress this enough. Like, this is really, this is important for all of us. It's yeah. not just, yeah. you know, theologians and philosophers and, you know moral philosophers and all that stuff, you know, it's important for all of us to sort of understand the ethics and morality of how this is going to, um, intersect with, you know, our lives, our children's lives, our church life. Um, and yeah, I, do you, I think though there are, there are a lot of positive things as well. I, I don't think
0: it's, Oh yeah. you know, yeah. like
1: we were just talking about, I have a friend who's really fascinated by this topic and, um, He's on the waiting list for the pulpit AI program. Mm. And there's thousands of pastors waiting to get involved. And what you do is you take uh, you take your sermon, you upload the audio, the AI listens to it, and then pops out a summary of your message. It pops out questions, discussion questions, um, it, material that you can use. And so, you know, I use it as a researcher. You know, I, I go on ChatGPT and I say, hey, you know, I'm... I'm wondering about this topic and, and I'm, I'm researching this person. Can you just sort of point me to where they talk about it in the book? Yeah. And then it says, boom, boom, boom. You know, I was checking some of my own work and saying, okay, you know, I, has anyone talked about this term that I'm inventing? And it mm. said, no, and I got excited. and I was like, yay, wow. I'm yeah. the first one. Yeah. You know, So there's, there's a lot of positive things. And, and you mentioned at the top where the church is at its best when it's innovative. And I don't think um, the, the sort of moral panic shut it down. Like, they're banning these things in some schools. Some schools are trying to shut it out. Yeah. And and I'm thinking, no, like, let's learn how to use it, how to use it well, how to use it for, for the benefit of people and to the glory of God as well, right? Like, we... You know, this is a tool, right? And
0: yeah, it's yeah, a tool. And, yeah. and and there are there are we have articles of churches that have already used that. That they designed an entire service uh, through Chat GPT, and uh, you know the message was generated yeah. by you know all of all of this stuff. And I found a really interesting comment. The one church, there's a church in Germany that has done it. a Church in Texas, and uh, I, I know there there are others, but I uh, got an article from the one in Texas. And um, the 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 pastor was saying how the spirit of God wasn't in it, mm. and which I found a really interesting comment. Like, why why even go there if it's a non-human entity? Isn't that obvious? Right. And then I thought, well, you know, if we're made in God's image and we've made something that is to honor God in that with the spirit of God. Not use it for God's glory if it's simply a tool? Mm-hmm. You know, like those are some of the moral, ethical, theological questions that are coming out of this, right? Yeah. Because from an administrative standpoint, we could use it, you know, newsletters, you just talked about, you know, how it does these questions and analyzes. There's my life group material that I spend hours producing every week. Done in what a minute or something yeah. with, with this program? So it would it would take a huge administrative load off off you know my back. Um, but at the same time, uh, how far do we go? And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Uh, it it <laughs> is. What we're yeah, out, that's guess. what we're figuring out. And <laughs> yeah. and I know in the in the days ahead, I'm going to get more and more involved. And look out more and more because I am intrigued by making the workload simpler. Like I'm, I'm perfectly o- okay with that. And but just wrestling through some of the moral and ethical things that that are going to be part of this because, um, you know, we talked. I think before starting out, you know, I I, I heard options like. it's getting more involved in the medical community more involved in obviously the education that's a big part but um you know what if ai is um you know tasked in a medical to do a prognosis of of an ailment and then give a diagnosis and then give uh, uh you know something to you know medication and here's the Operation that we has to be done and all this stuff and and what if the doctor's too busy and just refers to you know the AI and its diagnosis of the problem, but what if it's wrong and who's liable? Right. Like that's that's going to be part of what happens in this whole AI scheme. Um, to what degree are we going to be liable if we use AI for critical human interactive? components that, that you know, could potentially go wrong.
1: Yeah, that's when it gets real. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. when it really starts to hit the ground and you realize why we're trying to talk about all these things now.
0: Well, you know, I, I, I can't remember who I heard it from, but I heard somebody, um, a professor, talking about, um, you know, these AI things are generated by by people in Silicon Valley who are kind of the nerds and don't have the greatest... I, I, they actually said this. They don't have the greatest social life and the greatest social, um, <laughs> you know, and, and environments. And they're creating... Uh, they're big into science fiction. They're creating a world of their fantasy is now becoming reality, mm-hmm. right? So that that kind of scares me a little bit yeah because there the moral and ethical basis there isn't those questions that they're wrestling with before it all goes haywire yeah that
1: it really is important for there to be a, a multitude of disciplines tackling this this issue this topic right it, it can't be just it can't be just the engineers and the robotics community that are creating these things, like it, you know, we need philosophers, theologians, even the, you know, the, just the opinions of a wide variety of people, because it's gonna, it's gonna inter, like I said, it's gonna keep interacting with with our lives in, in profound ways, um, and 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 the church has an opportunity to be one of those voices, yeah. and and you know, um, and. You know, promoting. You know, I think the church should be a place that promotes human well-being and flourishing, and safety. And so, h- how can we use the tools of our world to um, promote those those, yeah. those things? Yeah. Um, you know, I I even this week I was I had some questions about some things, and I was dealing some with some emotional kind of issues, and I, and I was like, I'm going to talk to ChatGPT about it. And I'm going to say, hey, how do you help me with this? And it, and it gave me a list of things. And I, and I read them, and I was like, this is solid, solid advice. Um, I still had to critically evaluate the information, and yeah. that's
0: key. And that's key. Where we yeah. are right now. Yeah.
1: You can't shut off your brain when you're interacting with, with AI. You still have to know... The, the, the topic a little bit about what you're discussing. But it, it was helpful for me. I, I kinda sat there and and I read it and I reflected on it and I and it gave me something to sort of work through the feelings I was feeling. And you know and I was able to do that in three seconds.
0: Oh okay. I you know I've 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 read and heard this too that, you know um AI as a relational tool is like like it's exploding, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you got helpful advice without judgment and yeah. without criticism,
1: yeah.
0: right? Yeah. Here's, you know, so it was, it was helpful where we don't necessarily get that in our real relationships. Right. You know, the first comment may be, well, you made your bed.
1: Exactly. Yeah. You
0: better lie in it, right? You know, where chat, you know, where yeah. AI just simply says, here's where I can help.
1: And the first thing it said to me was, make sure you're being kind to yourself.
0: No. Yeah. Oh, my goodness.
1: It was, make, make sure you're not judging yourself. And, you know, like, it was like, these yeah. things, we feel these things, it's normal. And it was sort of allowed me to take a breath. And those, like like you said, those are the friends that when they say those things, they're worth their weight in
0: gold. Well, yeah, absolutely. And so
1: here we are. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I still, you know, obviously I still need my human relationships, but it was just a moment I was having and I was like, I'm feeling down and low and and those things. And yeah,
0: there it was. Well, if anybody listening to this, you can just see how as that grows, that could cause incredible um, disenfranchisement from, you know, person-to-person community and, and all this kind of stuff. You know, I just read an article this morning, like it's a bit off topic from AI, but just read an article this morning, you know, people who say online church isn't real, mm. you know, you have to be in community and all that stuff. But st- statistics don't necessarily bear that out when you when you look at the hard statistics. I think statistics, um, this is out of the US, uh, just recently uh, showed that people who are online online Watchers of church actually engage with their Bible twice as much as the people who are in person, really? right? Which is a bizarre statistic of yeah. all statistics. Yeah, and there's a, a number of other things too. And we forget that, you know, a generation that is brought up in the context of, you know, a computer and digital world and all that stuff. What we think is natural as a connection isn't necessarily natural as a connection for them, right? And things are changing. And I think it's an awareness. Like the article also stated how hybrid churches um, have much more... uh, uh, you know, offerings um, coming in, much more engagement, much, you know, all kinds of things, right? Who, you know, as opposed to the ones that say, no, it has to be in community. Uh, anybody online is like peripheral and not important and, and all of that kind of stuff. So, you know, I think we have to embrace the fact that things are changing and maybe not to the to our own liking, but if we're serious about the gospel and what church should be and needs to be, we need to be fully aware of all of this stuff because this is going to change many people's theological, you know, stances and yeah. our humanity.
1: Yeah, it's. I, I don't know. I don't even know where we go go from here. I, I <laughs> yeah, feel like I feel like we could just keep sort of talking about this. Um, but I, I kudos to you, John, for for doing this and talking about this stuff too, right? Like. Um, you know, you mentioned that some people are like, "Well, what's the what's the point of talking about AI?" Um, but it really, you know, this is. I think I said. I don't know if I said this already. I said it to you earlier, I think. But like, this is the existential yeah. questions of 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 what it means to be uh, a person, and and these are like, you know, human defining moment in history. Yeah, yeah, is is happening right now, and you know it's it's it is unnerving it's scary it's exciting um we did we just did an episode on uh, eschatology yeah i don't know if people realize that ai is a particular eschatological view yes oh yes of what it what it means right for the future i mean that's that's eschatology yeah right yeah. how will ai you know the quantum computer will solve x and hope hope is an integral part of eschatology. There's eschatology. Yeah. It's it's anthropology. It's what does it mean to be a person. It's theology. It, you know,
0: it, it's it's all of these things
1: are are right
0: there. Or, and it's people, all
1: wrapped up in it. Yeah,
0: and people are already talking about can we transfer our essence? Yes. in a digital form so that we essentially live forever. Who we are, eternity. Yeah, yeah. You so know? if we can yeah. transfer our essence, is that is is that soul transfer? Is right. that you know? Yeah, you know, because one of, one of the big things that I think is a vacuum in the in the world today is that there's a really a very small percentage of really high profile theologians who are wrestling with the big questions of what you know AI is going to yeah. bring to the world from a moral and ethical standard, right? Yeah. You know, it's like, you know. And, and, and I'm waiting for the lawsuits, um, you know, from billionaires and their lawyers when it starts affecting the bottom line. Or, you know, as, as we said with the medical exa- example, uh, can you sue artificial intelligence? Or does it go to the human agency that, you know, was in charge of it? The, all those kinds of things. There's a just, it's just going to be a whole new world. And it is a whole new world. Yeah.
1: You know what happens when we start removing the human element of war? Yeah, right. Like there's a whole like human beings don't you don't always use technology for for good, no. right? So no. is is this going to be used for war? What does that what does that mean? Um, you know, like there's just oh man, there's just the sky's the limit. You yeah. know, uh,
0: this yeah, this yeah. is the brave new yeah. world. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. yeah, wow. Um, well, I'd, I'd, we, we have a lot more stuff to uh, research and, and, and think about and, and talk about. And um, I, I'm just going to be, I, I think, like you, that we're probably going to have to do a, a second part yeah or a follow-up to this particular one. But, yeah. I, but I think as, a, as a, uh, an initial dive into this in, in terms of the church and theology... Um, I'm just hoping to make people aware that this is here Mm -hmm. and we better get a handle on it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I don't know if you can tell as a listener, as the listeners, but I think
0: we're both a little excited about this too, aren't we? (laughs) I I am. I am (laughs) in particular. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have a robotic lawnmower at home that that I love to, you know, you know, you know, I'm so thankful for that thing. You can never take that thing away because it saved me hours of having to cut, you know, what we, what, what we have. So, this This robotic lawnmower has been just uh, a beautiful example of the positive yes. <laughs> of, <laughs> of robotics and AI and what it can do. yeah. Yeah, I think this is a, this is a it perfectly
1: touches on the modern technological life where it's it's amazing and mesmerizing <laughs> and terrifying. <Right> the- <laughs> and all of those <laughs> things wrapped up into one. yeah and uh, so if you have any comments or questions, if you have any concerns about AI or you know how it's going to impact us as a church, as people, theology, uh, you can always email us. Um, I, I think we will probably touch on this topic again. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I might even I might even reach out to some people who are in the field of research of this and see if we can do an interview with them. Or, that'd be
0: great. Uh, that'd yeah. be awesome.
1: And um, you know, and I hope you've been in, I hope you've been enlightened and encouraged by this episode. And uh, yeah, we'll. we'll you know, Don't forget to subscribe and share and do all those things and use, use technology to get us more followers. So.
0: Yeah, reach out at theologyjam uh, at gmail.com. If you want to reach out to us, we would love to hear from you. So um, till next time, from Matthew and I, God bless, and uh, hope technology is your friend. <laughs>